Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2040. The Four Crucial Components of a Massively Effective Strength Training Program, part one, by Harold Gibbons, with markfisherfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Happy Monday and welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And don't forget, we have a bunch of shows narrating blogs. Just search for Optimal Living Daily to find all of them. Now, today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate. So whenever that happens, I'll read the first half today and finish it up for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to the first half as we optimize your life. The Four Crucial Components of a Massively Effective Strength Training Program, Part 1, by Harold Gibbons, with markfisherfitness.com. At Mark Fisher Fitness, we create individualized strength training programs for our ninjas that burn calories, promote muscle mass, and elevate metabolism. There are four components we include in every one of our massively effective semi-private training programs. Today, we're going to discuss the semi-private training programs, which is the name of our more traditional strength training option at Mark Fisher Fitness. Well, relatively traditional. In the Dragon Lair and on Monster Island, we have two weight rooms equipped with burly, hardcore-looking equipment and plenty of space between. For those who have yet to be indoctrinated, it may not seem like much, but once you're in the know, you'll see that this is all you need to have some of the most effective and educational workouts possible. Deadlift and pull-up and bench press. At Mark Fisher Fitness, we put a premium on education. Our team prides itself on learning about the best fitness systems out there, and we teach them in a way that builds confidence so our ninjas can feel comfortable lifting in other gyms while they travel. You can think of semi-privates like a technique masterclass, allowing you to hone your movement skills in an environment with more room for experimentation than, say, a class setting. Most of these movements are what we call functional strength training. That means that we try to move our bodies in the most natural ways possible, and when we're moving well, we'll use external loads to challenge our ability to maintain that quality of movement. This includes exercises like deadlifts, pull-ups, and the bench press. Why do we focus on this? For many ninjas, the extra focus on technique means that they're more confident when they find themselves at a gym that's not Mark Fisher Fitness. Personally, that's my key idea of success, consistent training regardless of environment. 
When exercises require patience and long-term practice, they're far more likely to become a long-lasting habit. Across the majority of health and hotness goals, strength training is the most important activity to include in your fitness program. During semi-private training, we focus on activities that burn calories, promote muscle mass, and elevate metabolism. Those activities can vary greatly depending on each ninja's overall goals. Let's look at the overall structure of a program, then we'll break down the differences based on goals. Y'all got structure. At Mark Fisher Fitness, we write individualized programs that are typically eight sessions long. This gives you enough time to train consistently and measure progress, but keep things fresh with appropriate updates. There's a similar structure for the flow of every workout with four major sections of each workout. The sections vary in length based on goals and we'll adjust time accordingly for an hour-long workout. Here's how we'll organize an hour of semi-private training. First, warm-up, 8 to 10 minutes. Then, core or power development, 5 minutes. Strength training, about 35 minutes. And a finisher, 5 to 10 minutes. Here's a breakdown of each of these sections of the workout. 1. Warm-up. In its simplest definition, the warm-up is time spent elevating our core body temperature. A warmer body is better prepared for exercise, and we get there in a few ways. First, we focus on breathing, because many people don't breathe as efficiently as they could. The simplest way to think of it is that most people don't exhale completely. We'll reset our breath by focusing on a full exhale, which can have the added benefit of working your abs harder from the beginning of the workout. After we reset our breath, the warm-up transitions into some mobility work. Following the framework of the joint-by-joint approach, the emphasis is on creating mobility at the hip joints, the thoracic spine or upper back, and the ankles. While we're creating movement here, we're focusing on controlling movement through our knees, lower backs, and shoulders. One of our go-to exercises for mobility includes the Spider-Man lunge, which allows you to mobilize the ankles, hips, and thoracic spine at the same time. 2. Core and Power Development Now that we're warmed up, we're in the Core and Power Development section. During this time, we're working on our ability to resist motion through our midsection, create motion using our arms and legs, or a combination of the two. If you have less training experience, this section is better used by resisting motion. The focus here is on keeping your rib cage stacked on top of your pelvis, and this can be done in all three planes of motion. A dead bug, for example, can challenge our ability to resist extension by keeping our ribs down. A suitcase carry can challenge our ability to resist lateral flexion. And a paloff press can challenge our ability to resist rotation. When it comes to training power, we're focused on using our core to transmit force, often through the core. Take the Turkish getup, for example, when we're driving through one foot and onto the opposite elbow. That coordination takes some power. More traditionally, we'll use exercises like a power swing or box jump to create some power through the lower body, or a medicine ball slam or plyometric push-up to create some power through the upper body. 3. Strength training. This section is the meat of the workout, or the tempe if that's your thing. We'll spend at least half of the workout focused on strength training, and we've already reviewed why. This is the best activity for promoting muscle mass and elevating metabolism. Sidebar, there's a difference between promoting muscle mass and getting huge. 
Lifting weights doesn't turn you into the Hulk overnight. Lifting weights and eating too much for your goals builds muscle, but this doesn't happen accidentally. It's hard to get jacked. When it comes to strength training, we follow three major rules. They are A, move well, then move often. The first priority is improving our ability to repeat graceful reps. This quality of movement is essential for maximizing the effectiveness of our training in a given workout and also creating a sustainable practice over time. When we move well, it becomes far more sustainable to increase the variables of training, increasing the volume by adding sets, repetitions, or external load. It's not about training as hard as possible, but about training sustainably. Focusing on movement quality makes that happen. Think about using the quality, not quantity, to govern the workout. Action steps. It's easy to set a timer and go until it beeps, but it's a much greater challenge to set a goal for your number of reps and stop before you get there to respect the quality of your movement. Starting every set with great technique, then stopping at the point that your technique breaks down is going to help you kick butt with class. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled The Four Crucial Components of a Massively Effective Strength Training Program by Harold Gibbons with markfisherfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. At the beginning of the post, today's author Harold mentioned some exercises they like to use when coaching their clients. The exercises Harold mentioned were deadlifts, pull-ups, and bench press. These are all excellent exercises and what many in the field would consider non-negotiables, meaning almost everyone, excluding those, of course, without prior injuries, should learn these fundamental exercises. The issue is they take time to master. So what we might end up doing is deciding that it's not worth even trying to learn those moves, let alone master them. Let's face it. Finding the time to work out and actually doing the workout is enough of a commitment already. We just want to get in and out, right? I get it. I was like that too. But I promise, once you master these exercises, it's kind of addictive. We just have to make sure that we learn the basics first and make sure we perform them perfectly, not just correctly. And that's where hiring a good trainer comes in. But there's more on that on tomorrow's show. So, That will do it for today. Thank you so much for listening every day and thank you for sharing this show with others. I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.